Bible says that there's coming a day, a day of judgment. The Bible says that every knee is going to bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. On that day, there will be no place to hide. There will be no excuses for your sin on that great day of God's judgment. There will be no excuses for your sin. There will be no, no music to drown out the Word of God. There will be no alcohol to try to stifle conviction. Nope. On that day, it's going to be you standing before your Creator. You standing before your judge. You're going to stand before God. And you're going to give an account. The Bible says that the eyes of the Lord are in every place beholding the evil and the good. God's eyes are upon you right now. God sees what you are doing. He knows what you're doing. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the earth. God sees what you're doing. And you're not getting away with anything, any sin. Bible says there's coming a day of judgment. Bible says in the book of Hebrews, as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. You're guaranteed this, you're gonna die one day, and after that, the judgment. The day after you die is the judgment day the judgment seat of Christ. You're going to stand before Jesus Christ and you're going to give an account. Every idle word that men shall speak, they will give an account thereof on the day of judgment. Oh yes, you're going to give an account to God. Sir, you're going to give an account for your drunkenness. You're not going to be able to hide that on the day of judgment. You might be able to hide it from the preacher. You might be able to hide it from your family. But you can't hide from God. No, you can't hide from God. You can't hide from God. Oh, the Lord sees and He knows. And on the day of judgment, everything is going to be revealed. Everything is going to be exposed. You're not hiding from God. You're not hiding your drunkenness from God. You're not going to hide your sin from God. There's no excuse for sin. Not hiding your fornication and your adultery. God sees it and it displeases Him. God will not tolerate sin forever. Sir, God is against your drunkenness. You need to turn away from that. Turn away from your sin. 
turn to Jesus Christ. Oh, he can deliver you today. He can set you free from a life of drunkenness. He can make you a new creature today. You will cry out to him. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You'll cry out to God for mercy. He will deliver you. He'll deliver you from the drunken habit that you have. He'll deliver you from all sin. There's no sin that is more powerful than God. Sir, your drunkenness is going to send you to hell. Bible says, be not deceived. The unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Don't be deceived. No drunkard, no drunkard will inherit God's kingdom. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. No drunkard will inherit God's kingdom. That's what the Bible says. You can't drink alcohol to the glory of God. No, no drunkard will inherit God's kingdom. God is against your drunkenness, sir. Turn away from your beer drinking. Turn from your sin and follow Christ. Repent. That's what the Bible says. Repent. That's what Jesus came preaching. Repent. Oh, what is repentance? Repentance is simply to change your heart and to change your life. If you really believe it's wrong, you're going to stop doing it. Stop sinning against God. Stop getting drunk. Stop fornicating. Stop your sin. Repent or you will perish. Repent or you will perish. Sir, you're not going to mock God on the day of judgment. You're going to be terrified. You ought to fear God. You know better. You know that it's a sin to drink. You know good and well it's a sin. But you hate the truth. You hate God. And you love your sin. You love your drunkenness. Oh, repent of your sin. Turn away from your sin. Sin always separates from God. Your sin separates you from God. Oh, don't be deceived. Your sin separates you from God. Your sin separates you from God. Your drunkenness separates you from God. Your wickedness separates you from God. You're not a friend of God. You're not a child of God. You're not right with Him. If you're in sin, oh, repent while there's still time. Sir, the Bible says, 
that no drunkard will inherit God's kingdom. You think you're right with God? Don't be deceived. You're not. You need to get born again. You need to surrender to Jesus Christ. You need to make Jesus the Lord of your life. You need to surrender. Sell out to Jesus. Lay down your life. Let Jesus be Lord. Let Jesus be the Lord of your life. Let Jesus control your life. That's the answer. Oh, but people want to run their own life. They want to make their own decisions. They want to live their own dreams. But the call to Christ is to lay down your life. Jesus said, if any man will come after me, he must first deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. You've got to take up your cross. You've got to lay down your life to Jesus Christ. Surrender everything to him. You must be born again. The Bible says, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That? What'd you say? How old are you? How old am I? Well, why does that matter? Question is, how old will you be when you die? I mean, if you if you want to know, I'm I'm 24 years old. That has no bearing on what I'm saying. This is God's word. God's word is the authority. I'm not the authority. I'm not the judge. God is the judge. God's the judge. You're going to give an account to Him. You must be born again. You must be born again. That's the answer. You must be born again. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You must be born again of the Spirit of God, regenerated and changed. God sees you just the way you are. He sees your sin. He sees your heart. There's sin in your life. He sees it. You're not hiding. The only way to get Get your sin rid of is to surrender. Surrender to Jesus Christ. Lay down your life. That's the answer. Surrender. Lay down your life. Give Jesus control of your life. Oh, you must be born again. You must be born again. Set the band. Except the woman be born again, they will not see the kingdom of God. You need to get right with God. Surrender your life to Jesus Christ. Let Jesus control your life. Submit to Him. Obey Him. And love Him. The greatest commandment is this. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength. You need to love God. And if you love God, you're going to hate sin. 
You're going to hate sin with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and with all your strength. You're going to hate sin if you love God. You love God with all your heart, you're going to hate sin with all your heart. You're going to reject sin. You're going to forsake sin. The Bible says, He that covereth his sin will not prosper. He that confesseth and forsaketh it shall have mercy. Oh, you want to have mercy from God. Well, you need to confess your sin. You need to humble yourself, confess your sin to God, repent of it, forsake it. You want the mercy of God to be extended to you, you need to repent. That's the answer. Repent and believe the gospel. That's what Jesus came preaching. He said, repent. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. That's the answer to every problem that we face. Sin. Sin is the problem, and Jesus Christ is the remedy. Jesus Christ is the answer. You'll just get right with God. The sin problem will be taken care of. You will surrender your life to Jesus Christ. The sin problem will be taken care of. When Jesus comes, He comes to live inside of you. He comes to give life, life more abundant. The Bible says He came to set His people free from their sin. You call yourself a Christian. But you're not free from sin today. Then you're not right with God. You're not a Christian. If there's sin in your life, you're not right with God. And you need to go to the cross. Go to the cross and die to self. Jesus said, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Oh, you need to deny yourself, sir. Take up your cross. Follow Christ. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. It's a fearful thing to be under the judgment of God, under his wrath and under his condemnation. It's a sobering thing that we must all stand before the Lord. We must all appear before His judgment seat. Every one of us, we must give an account to God. That should cause you to fear Him. You should fear the Lord. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. To fear God is to depart from sin, to depart from wickedness, 
Bible says, Behold the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. Oh, but in this hour, there's very little wisdom. There's very little understanding because people do not fear the Lord. Bible says, depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are open unto their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. To cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. It also says the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart. And he saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. The Lord is merciful to those who humble themselves. Those who have a broken heart before him. To those that tremble at his word. He's close to those. He's nigh unto those. He's merciful to those. To those that humble themselves. To those that cry out to him for mercy. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart. He saves those that be of a contrite spirit. You want to be saved? You need to come to him in brokenness with a contrite heart, with a repentant heart, forsaking your sin, bowing your knee to Christ. Oh, there's no way that you can be saved without Jesus Christ. The Bible says without shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. Oh, if Jesus had not died and shed his blood, there'd be no hope for you, there'd be no hope for me. But because Jesus died for our sins, he was buried and he rose again, there is hope for us. There's hope for every human being to be redeemed and to be set free. There's no sin that is too great that Jesus will not forgive. There's nothing, nothing that you can do Unless you commit suicide and kill yourself and die, as long as you're alive, you can get right with God. As long as you're still breathing, you can get right with God. There's no sin that's too great that Jesus will not forgive if you'll repent of it. If you'll repent of your sin, if you'll forsake your sin, he will have mercy. He will forgive you if you'll repent. Oh, the problem is people don't want to repent. People don't want to obey God. The Bible says, if you love God, you will obey Him. You will honor Him. 
Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. That's the words of Jesus. Oh, people think Jesus, some kind of just, just a nice guy, didn't tell anything, didn't say anything that would offend anybody. Oh, but let me tell you, Jesus, Jesus is the most offensive person that ever lived. And Jesus will be the most offensive person on the day of judgment. There's going to be a lot of offended sinners on the day of judgment. A lot of people are going to be mad at Jesus on the day of judgment. Because Jesus is going to say, depart from me. Ye worker of iniquity. That's what he's going to say to every sinner. Every person that is not washed in the blood of the Lamb, that's not born again, that's not redeemed, that's not cleansed from their sin. He's going to say, depart from me, ye worker of iniquity into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Well, there's a real place called hell. The burning hell. The eternal, everlasting burning hell that God is going to put sinners into. Sinners that rejected His mercy, that rejected His love. There's a real place called hell. Hell is full of people that had good intentions. They didn't plan on going to hell. They planned on getting right with God. But they're in hell because they didn't get right with God today. They might have put it off. They put it off. Don't put off your soul's salvation. Bible says today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. The Bible likens Jesus to a man standing at the door of your home and knocking, knocking at the door of your house, knocking at the door of your heart and pleading with you to open the door. But you say, not today, Jesus. Not this year. I still want to sin. I still want to live my own life. I don't want to let you live in my heart. And you put it off, you put it off. Every time you put it off, you're hardening your heart. You're hardening your heart to God. You're hardening your heart to the voice of God. You're resisting Him every single time you tell God tomorrow or next week or next year or when I get older. You're hardening your heart to the gospel. You're hardening your heart to Jesus. Jesus said today, if you hear His voice, harden not your heart. Bible says that now is the day of salvation. 
Nobody is going to get saved tomorrow. Nobody's going to quit their sinning tomorrow. When you quit sinning, it's going to be today. Tomorrow never comes. You're not promised tomorrow. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. Today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. And his voice is being heard today. His word is being proclaimed. And what will you do with his, his word? What will you do with the word of God? Bible says, be not deceived. God is not marked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that also shall he reap. You sow to the flesh. You will of the flesh reap corruption. You sow sin and wickedness. You will reap everlasting destruction. Everlasting misery. Everlasting fire. Bible says, fear not him that can kill the body, but after that hath no more than he can do. But fear him, and after he hath killed the body, can cast the soul into hell. Don't fear man, fear God. He can cast your soul into hell. You need to fear the Lord. You fear God, you're going to depart from sin. You're going to forsake sin. Oh, you must be born again. You must be born again. That's the only way to be saved. That's the only way to be saved. You need to be born again. The Bible says you need to become as a little child. Become as a little child, receive the Lord Jesus Christ as a little child. Believe His Word. Exercise faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, you need to believe the Bible with all your heart. Put your faith in the Word of God. With childlike faith, put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Bible says salvation is by the grace of God. Salvation is in Jesus Christ. What are you going to do? You're going to reject the grace of God? You're going to be a religious hypocrite? Turn the grace of God into lasciviousness? To a license to sin against Him? What are you going to do with the grace of God? You're going to humble yourself and receive it. And let Jesus change your life. Oh, Jesus can change your life. The Bible says, any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things.
are made new. Oh, you can be made a new creature today. Born again, washed in the blood of the Lamb, redeemed, set free from the bondage and the power of sin. That is the great hope of Christianity. Not so that you can get right with God and keep living the way that you've always lived, but you can be delivered. You can be set free from sin. You don't have to be a slave to sin any longer. Jesus came that you might have life. He came to redeem. He came to save. You call yourself a Christian. What are you saved from? If you're not saved from sin, you're not a Christian. You're not a child of God if you're not saved from sin. Oh, there's so many, so many religious hypocrites that go to church from time to time that said a sinner's prayer at some point in their life and now they think they're saved. But I've got news for you. If that's what you are and there's no lifestyle change, if Jesus is not the Lord of your life, controlling your life, making every decision of your life, you're not a Christian. Religious hypocrites go to hell. You claim to love Jesus, but you live in sin, you're going to go to hell. And you need to repent and make Jesus the Lord of your life. That's the only answer. The only thing provided for you is the cross. You're going to have to get on the cross and die to yourself. The Apostle Paul said, testified, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. That's the testimony of a Christian. Christ lives in me. And if Christ does not live in you, you're not a Christian. If Jesus Christ does not live in your heart, you're not a Christian. No matter what you do, all the things you do is dead works and they cannot save you. Dead works produced out of a dead heart. Oh, but when Jesus comes, and live within you. Your life will be changed. Your heart will be changed. And there will be a living heart producing good works unto God. But your dead works can't save you. Your dead works are filthy in the eyes of God. Bible says a sinner. Says of the sinner, all his righteousness are his filthy rags before God. Bible says there's none that doeth good. No, not one. There's none that seeketh after God. They're all together gone into wickedness. 
Oh, gone backward, forsaken the Lord. That's why Jesus came. He came to save people. He came to deliver people from sin. That's the true gospel. Deliverance from sin. Your gospel doesn't address sin. It's not the true gospel. It's not a full gospel. Gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. It's the power of God to save you from sin. Oh, you must be born again. God commands you to repent. God commands you to forsake your sin. Turn away from your sin and get right with God. Humble yourself before the Lord. Submit yourself to God. Cry out to God for mercy. The Bible says there's a way that seemeth right to men, but the end thereof is the way of death. If you live by the way you feel, you're going to go to hell. You live by the way of your own carnal mind, you're going to go to hell. The wages of sin is death. All oh, the wages of sin is death. You live by your feelings, your ideas, you're going to go to hell. You need to read the Bible. Get your, your word from the Bible. Get your knowledge from the scriptures. The word of God endures forever. You need to seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the ungodly man his thoughts. You need to forsake your wicked thoughts. Forsake your wicked ideas. And read the Bible. Repent. Forsake your sin. It is your sin that separates you from God. It is your sin that will send you to hell. And unless you repent of it and put your faith in Christ, that's where you're going to go. You're going to go to hell. God is calling out to you today to repent. The Bible says that John the Baptist, the forerunner to Jesus, came preaching, saying, repent. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. And when Jesus appeared, he came preaching, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. The Bible says the apostles, they came preaching, they went everywhere preaching that men should repent. The Apostle Paul said, God now commands all men everywhere 
to repent because he hath appointed a day when he will judge the world in righteousness. God now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. No exceptions. The Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Every man has sinned against God. Every man must be born again. Every man must repent. Every man must bow the knee to Christ if he wants to be saved. There's no salvation apart from Jesus. There's no salvation apart from Jesus. You must be born again. You need to repent and believe the gospel.